Hi, I'm Greg. Oh, fuck. And this is Walking the Room. Lights are on. Everything's gone. Oh. So I bought. Uh, I went to this to uh, to uh, the guitar center uh, where I have many friends, and I purchased. Uh, I went in and I said, "Do you have the Zoom H4?" And he said, uh, "You don't want the Zoom H4. You want the Olympus." And I said, uh, "Do I?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I go, "Do you have the Zoom H4?" No, we don't. So that's why I wanted the Olympus. Because that, was the, that good, was the. It's a good salesman. Dude, he knew what he wanted. So we've got this piece of equipment. So I'm I'm checking out. And uh, as I'm purchasing uh, this, uh, I hear a dude go, what's up, bro? Oh, bro. No. I don't like this guy. Bro. Is it Mitch? Bro. Kind of. <laughs> so I look over, and there's a guy in a, uh, like a North Stars uh, hockey jersey. Yeah. Um, and, a, and a leopard print, uh you know, uh, pork pie hat well, yeah, and an course. earring, and he's in his mid fifties. He's yeah. like, and he's tattooed, and he's with two guys that I swear look like Coheed and Cambria, and he's like, I love what you do, man. I love it. I love what you do. What you do, man. I love it. So I say, oh, that's very nice of you, sweet. And then the guy who's checking me out is like, oh, I'm sorry about this, man. I'm like, no, so I'm beautiful. Because, dude, can I have an autograph? Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, yeah. That's just here right now. I don't like where this is going. Hang on. You wait till you hear where it goes because this is not, this is. So I say, oh, yeah, okay, sure, man. He goes, right on, bro. Check it out. He lifts his jersey up over his head. We're wrong. And he's covered in autographs. What? He's covered in autographs and some art. And he's like, right here, bro. And he points right below his tit. Right here, brother. Let me get a pen. No. So now, and I don't know what because I don't even know what the other autographs are because I can't kind of look at him because he's shirtless at the guitar center. And, and I'm also plus, like, you probably can't read them because they're written on some dude's body. They're on his skin, and he's like, I'm gonna get it done, and I'm gonna go across the street right over here to Mike Hill, and I'm gonna get it tattooed, brother. I love it, man. Do this for me. He gets a ballpoint pen. What? He gets a ballpoint pen. Not even, not even a soft one. And I sign his. I sign his under his undercarriage. If he were to wear a bra, you know, if he wore a bra, is where his underwire would be. It's a lower tit. So lower tit. Yeah. On a fifty-plus-year-old dude, I think Slash was one of the names on there. Did you while you were digging? Did you go? Oh fuck yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, I didn't. You should have. I should have, right? Yeah, I would have. I would have been like, if oh. I, what if I'd finished and then just go? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was better than I thought it would be. And he was very sweet, and I signed his. No, no, he's. I, I signed he's not his, sweet. He's a he's, fucking weirdo. He's. He, You're talking about a creepy person. His the he's two dudes sweet. that were with him who were young, young metal dudes were like they were like they gave me the like I don't know, bro. Uh, 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 he, this is the way he is. I signed it, and then we walked out together, and I watched him walk into the tattoo no. parlor across from the Guitar Center on Ventura. So I've signed a dude who now has a Greg Barron with a tiny little skull tattoo. That's going to be the saddest. I, like, I'm sure I signed right under Polly Shore, but it, I'm sure that's the sad. It's like, it's like the, you know what it looked like? The wall of a B comedy club. I, I can tell you what he's doing right now. <laughs> 
He's showing his tattoo to someone. He's going, it's the fucking dude who builds the houses. And they're going, no, no, that's the fucking guy who wrote... What? The f- what the fuck? You know what? Dude? Oh fuck, man! <laughs> oh, I got like a I got like a C class Doctor Phil under my tit. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, that is absolutely correct. I think that is I think that is exactly what he's doing. I because because now I'm standing in line to leave, and people everyone saw. So it happened in the middle of the guitar center. So people are looking at it, and one guy. Well, it like, took off his shirt in guitar center, and then asked like, if, that and, probably and, happens and then only I, twice a and day. Then, <laughs> I signed his tit. You right? <laughs> so then I'm standing in line with the with this with the Olympus uh, uh, joy maker that we're using now, and the guy in front of me is going, "Fuck, man, who are you?" Oh no! And the other, guy behind, guy take off his shirt? the other guy behind, the guy, he was like, he clearly like that's the, he. I'm truly at the level of like, I go, dude, it's, I'm nobody. I just have my sunglasses on indoors. That's just truly it. I'm just the douchebag with the sunglasses on indoors. Yeah. So, but that is he a, never so told a the guy who you were. So there's a first. He never really asked. He just he just said because he saw he saw you signing another dude's undertit, and then he wanted to know who you were. Right. And I just laughed. I just said I'm the guy with the sunglasses and whatever blah blah. And then he laughed about it because even if you have to ask you somebody and they have to tell you, you don't have a connection to them. It's just so that you can have the story where you can go. I saw. Do you know who? It, That's a good. You should have told him. This a is a story. diminishing result story because he's then going to go. Do you know the guy from? And then the other friend will go. No. Well, he signed a guy. It's like that story falls apart in people's hands. That's a terrible. It's just a. It was a non-event. Can I can I tell you something? But I did sign someone's skin and it's tattooed. Now that's a kind of a cool. Look. Well, it'd be nice if it had been a girl on a breast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But an undertit on a fifty-year-old guy in a leopard <laughs> Dude, skin. That's me. That's uh, what my career. Guy. That's you know what I have to say. I'm lucky that I get what I get in my career, but that's what I get. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's I, fine. I feel like Dr. Phil wouldn't have signed his tit if he'd been like, Dr. Phil, I'm going to sign your tit. What's wrong with you? It would have been a whole thing. He wouldn't have done it. very happy to do it. I would. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to deprive the man of a tattoo. I know what I want my tattoos. You're having a weird fan week. I'm having a weird, yeah, it is a weird fan week. Because uh, Greg, uh, Greg almost killed somebody uh, on stage. On Friday night, yeah. uh, a guy laughed so hard that he passed out. And he was a young man. He wasn't drunk. Because I asked the paramedics, I'm like, yeah, how fucked up was that did guy? He, he goes, did... the guy wasn't fucked up at all, dude. He didn't get enough air. He couldn't get enough air in him because he was laughing so hard and he passed out. Did you see him pass out? No, because he was in the dark of the, in the yeah. you know, he was like three or four rows was back from the stage. Yeah, there was a bunch of people moving around, but I was just at the very end of my act. Maybe he was just so pleased it was over. But it, it he, I was at the very end, and then there was people scurrying about. But that happens during my show sometimes. No, I know. People Some, just want to get out. <laughs> get well, out. Sometimes someone will set themselves on fire. Yeah, no, that would happen. All kinds of horrible stuff. And, and uh, uh, another guy who came up to me after the show, and I feel like one of his eyes had been punched shut, <laughs> said it was the best show he'd ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> One of his eyes seems swollen shut. I don't know why I think that. But then there are also three girls in the bathroom. Uh, the, the, uh, Karen Kilgariff opened the shows for me, and she was in the ladies' room, and there were three girls in the bathroom who were having a... Te- they were like, I thought he was going to talk about relationships. I fucking hate this. I hate it. Well, I... This yeah. is shitty. That's how I feel. <laughs> when, right. Now and when I watch your stand-up. Like, I just want help with my relationships. <laughs> I know you do. 
I know. It's that's like why I'm you come here girl, every day. And I try really hard. Yeah, you are a pretty girl. Well, so it's been a weird. So it's been a weird week. I and then know. I worked with you, so that made it even weirder. Oh fuck! I made it so hard for you to follow me that it's insane. Yeah, I know because when you bring it, when you bring a room to complete and total sadness, where the fuck can they go? Right. You brought it when a whole when when. When a, and let's be fair about the crowds. They've been almost a third full. When that crowd <laughs> is in the pit of despair, yeah. i got a lot of work to do. Well, I mean, fortunately, I've got an energy and a real good smile, and I use a tan towel and an eye cream, but i uh, I got a lot of work to up for me when I put you up there for that charity spot. Did you say tan towel? <laughs> what the fuck is a tan towel? <laughs> is that a towel you wipe on to get a fucking tan? That's right, John Boehner. Because I saw, uh, you wait, you wipe it on. You, you, you open up a package and you wipe it on and you get a fucking tan. You can. Have you ever yeah. done that? Yeah. yeah. Why? Just because I felt the peak it or I just thought my skin looks a little dark and I don't want to be out in the sun because it, I get cancer, but it gives you a little bit of a, uh, it gives you a little bit of a look. It gives you're, you a little, a little bit of a healthy glow. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Maybe. Well, you can I'm not catch, afraid. You can catch Greg uh, on um, Jersey Shore. All this summer, Snooky and Barrett. Oh man, yeah. All right, we're done. Oh, is that so? That's that's the end of one. Yeah. We're back. No slap back. No, I don't know what that is. Slap back. Yeah, that's when you get a little bit of reverberation of your voice in the room. A little bit, of, a little bit of wet. A my, bit of are my eyes closed because I'm sleeping. <laughs> when you talk, I sleep a lot. That's so funny. So that's I, what it sounds like on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I want to discuss a topic. Oh, cool. You like that idea? Yeah, let's discuss a topic. So there's uh, something going on in the comedy community right now. It's big controversy. Uh-huh. What happened was a comic named uh, Kyle Cease. Yep. I know Kyle. And uh, a much bigger comic named Louie Anderson started something called the Comedy that Boot. Seemed, that was a comment, wasn't it? What? That was that was like a mean thing. Louie lost a lot of weight. I wasn't even thinking That was a real, like, that was just... I, I wasn't mean, even thinking about You're better than that. I wasn't even thinking I saw you do stand-up last night. I know you're better than that. No, I'm not, but I, no, I wasn't even <laughs> saying that. Yeah. Uh, Louis and uh, Kelsey started a comedy class, but it's not a comedy class. It's more than that. It's called the Comedy Boot Camp. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they charge for their master class. It's a five-day thing, and it costs $3,000. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they supposedly teach you how to become a really good comic, really quickly apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some comic got very upset about this. One of them being Doug Stanhope, who wrote. You can see you can read uh, Doug's uh, response to Comedy Bootcamp, and you can find Comedy Bootcamp online if you want to see. They did a big video and stuff. Uh, but you can you can go to Doug's site and uh, and he has a big write up about. Um, comics teaching uh, comedy classes and people mm-hmm. teaching comedy classes in general. He's against right. it. I'm against it. I think it's. I don't think it's a good idea. Um, and then he goes into you know more specifics of of how they break down their class day to day and and what's wrong with it. And so Kyle has had to respond to this and he's been on different things talking about it. Right. And uh, and if, and so it's it's like a guy doing. Um, a, a Tim Robbins sort of impression, uh, but it's related to stand-up. 
So his 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 right because he, what from what I understand and I and I don't understand it completely, uh, it's not a joke writing class. It's no. not a go out and take the microphone out of the stand class no. and then start your stand up. Uh, it is a uh, where are you coming from as a person and how to get out of your own way. It's a little bit of some of the popular philosophies that go around. There's a little secreting to it. Yep. There's a little bit of um, um, it's just all, the platitudes it's all those that you read in all of and a lot of self help. There's yeah. a lot of like you know, uh, you can't be real until you're being a real person. Yeah. You can't. Uh, you have to be in the moment. Yeah. Uh, you mean you, know, you have you, to get experience? A, you have to take risks. Yeah, you have to take risks. You have uh, to really. Well, you have to think outside the box, and you have to look at a bad set as an opportunity to become better, <gasps> as opposed to becoming bitter. It knock you down. Better not bitter. Oh, better not bitter. I which like is, it. So Dave and I are teaching a class <laughs> uh, called Two Bitter Dudes in a Closet." And, We're in a closet uh, right now. We are, we are, we are recording this uh, show. We finally found now that we 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 we, uh, we have our friend Angie who's been consulting with us. And uh, in fact, there's that's, a phone that's, in here. There's a phone in this closet. That's how big it is. You know what? Uh, I'm gonna go to the other. Hold on. I'm gonna go to the other end of the closet. And uh, we got right. a call coming in right now. Make sure you give us a call. One eight hundred. Walk the room for ten thousand dollars in party cash that can be yours. Wow. Don't forget, game on Monday. We're here. We're queer, and it's half off on domestic beers. Come on out to the girder. Uh, anyway, uh, you back to the boot camp. Look, I don't have a problem with people teaching comedy classes. And full disclosure, Dave. And full, full disclosure, disclosure, I took one when I first started. Yep. But it wasn't this horse shit. It was basically it was a guy named John Cantu in San Francisco who was a guy who ran some rooms and really made money off of comics and created the San Francisco comedy competition and cre- and did that. And he his whole thing was get up on stage, walk around, talk to these people because I was too scared to go up. So it was basically like a Get comfortable on the stage, uh, and he he said, "Here's some you know here's some things you can explore joke writing wise." Right. He goes, "But you got to learn all that. And you got to go up. You got to yep. go up. You got to go up." So that was that's fine it, for me. It was just a step to get towards doing stand up because I was too scared, which is fine. I don't think that's a big deal, but I do have a problem with what these guys are doing because they're they're basically taking what stand ups do. Like if I go out to Omaha. And there's a guy opening for me who's really fucking good. I talk to him about stand-up as much as I can. I explain to him things that I think maybe the way to go, things that aren't, you know, because they'll ask questions. And I will say, if you ever come to L.A., I will totally help you out. Uh, if I like him enough, I'll give the tape to my manager. That's the kind of stuff I'll do for you. That's what you do when you're on the road right. and you like a comic. Right. They're making people take a class, pay $3,000, and they're going to say they're going to do that on the other end. So basically, they're saying, hey, here's access to show business. Just pay me $3,000. Well, the and yeah. they're getting sets opening for Louis in Vegas. So they're paying money to open for Louis. Right. It's a, it's they're getting fucking, some of their money back. And, well, it's fucking bullshit. Well, here's the thing that you ultimately learn in situations like this. I mean, this is life, though, too. And there are there are people that, that will take a class in lieu of doing something for real anyway. Because... because like fish to water, you. When I started doing stand up, I just went to where they had stand up, and then I just went and started doing it. Like I didn't, I didn't dis- delay by taking some class, or I can't do this until I find some other way to not actually approach it. You just go to an open mic. Most comics just go. First off, they like comedy. 
Then they go to comedy shows. Then they're at comedy shows, and they wonder how people get up and they do stand-up. So they ask the club owner or a comedian, where do you work out? How did you learn how to do this? And the comedian says, there's an open mic on Tuesday nights over on 3rd Street. Or Bally's. And then you go, right. And I do abs uh, <laughs> for that, about 20 minutes. And then not, I work my, they work don't my ask legs, about that work my legs of, on Tuesday. They don't ask those kinds of questions okay. about working out. Sorry. In yeah. any event... You just sort of sort of figure it out. Paula Poundstone said this years ago. She goes, "Don't take a fucking comedy class. Yeah. Save the money that you that you would spend. Do a set. Buy yourself a cranberry juice at the end and think about your set, and think about what you yeah. did and go do it again. And listen to it and write it down and write jokes and go up and tell those jokes and do as many nights on stage as you can. But uh, don't spend three thousand dollars on a fucking class that, that tells you basically." To sum up the class, it is, we're going to teach you how to find your voice as a stand-up. Something that takes years to do. Something that you have to learn on your own. You can't be fucking told. It's like it's like well, someone sitting down a filmmaker and go, all right, so uh, I'm going to teach you how to make the best movie ever. The way I see it is, I mean, look, here's the thing. And I'm not, look, I'm not, I, I, I've met Kyle. He's a nice guy. Um, uh, I've seen him do stand-up. He's a relatively funny guy. But the, the, the what, what happened was... He had a personal experience uh, doing his Comedy Central special or something. He explains this on Jimmy Dore's uh, Comedy and Everything Else podcast where he, he thought he was going to faint and then he didn't. And he started saying, what if I tell myself a different story and that different story is my set's going to go great. And then he went out there and he had the best set of his life. And he had this epiphany or this moment, this thing that will happen to you if you do stand up enough and you really want to do it. Um, uh because people who want to succeed just don't get out of their own way. That's just all he says. Right. Get out of your own way. People who want to succeed and people who don't won't. And a class isn't going to change that. You're no, still it's going not going to be change a guy anything. who doesn't want to win. Yeah. So anyway, he has this. He had this experience, which I believe wholeheartedly that he had. He does not know how to transmute it. No. He does not ha- know how to uh, to Wayne Dyer it. He doesn't know how to. <laughs> doesn't. He doesn't know how to doctor fill it. He doesn't know how to put it into a into a into a thing that that you can't get by reading. I mean, you know, my my tip to people who are like, how do what, what give me a good what's a good show business book? I like the book The War on Art. That's the book that I read that gets me inspired. And it's just a guy who wrote some screenplays and his life was shit and then it wasn't shit and he just got out of his own way. He doesn't read criticism. He just does the work. That's all he does. He just works and he works and he works and yep. shit works out for him and he and he's just trying his very best to be an artist. And, and that's I, really I like Twilight. That's really it. And you. Read well. You read Twilight. Twilight. Well, you love. Let's say bullshit. You don't even like. You like Taylor Lautner. I think that you don't even yeah. read the books. You just like. You don't even. You don't even use, see the movie. I use the books. You have that one. <laughs> I use them. As a matter of fact, I have nineteen because I've got. I've worn through eighteen, but I use them. I use them well. And uh, so I think it's so that basically sexy young if we're going to sum vampires. this up. If you want to get into comedy, just get Twilight. Yeah, get Twilight. Look, there's one other thing they're doing that gets under my skin. And that is, they go, so, I don't know if they're working together in in places, but they'll go to a town. So they go to Denver. And they'll go to the club owners in town, and they'll say, uh, so who are your comics in town? And he'll give them a list, and he goes, so let's go through these guys, and tell me their weaknesses uh, on stage, and tell me what their problems are, and why they're not successful uh, in your eyes, and what they need to do. And then they will cold call these guys. Mm-hmm. So they're they're cold calling comedians, and it's not like these guys could be you know working for ten years or whatever. And they're cold calling them and telling them they have the answer and how they're going to fix them. So it's this collusion with the owners, 
And to me, that's Fuck, just, I that's just love fucking, that you just said collusion. This makes collusion. this thing so much it's heavier. Collusion. And here's what's collusion. Here, here's what I like. Here's what scares me about that. You know what scares me about that most? Is that my phone rings one day. Yeah. And it's Kyle Cease. Because <laughs> a club owner's ratted me out. And Kyle says to me, hey, Greg, it's Kyle. And I'm like, because I'm thinking Kyle wants me to come speak at his thing. Yeah. And he's like, I just talked to the owner of the Urban Improv. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. And all I can tell you, buddy, is that I got nothing for you. You got to stop. Like, Kyle can't even help That's me find it. my original me. So, look. It's comedy. It's called Comedy Boot Camp and Let's Get Baron to Wrap It Up. That's bring the name of their program. Let, let's bring it. Let's bring him on. You know what he also is doing for comics while he's ushering in new ones. He's calling out the old ones and getting them off stage. Yeah, he's actually on the phone to people. Well, they're, going, they're, you've done it. You've done enough. The, you put in enough time, and you're not going to ever become an original. Well, a lot voice. of the money is going to a sniper, and you're going to be killed. Uh, no, uh, I have something here because here, I, I feel like we we washed we went over this too quick. Do you, you do really you, want to do you stay not, in it. No, do you not think it's it's uh, fucked up for them to be talking to owners and then and then cold calling comics? Um, you know, I do on I do on some level, but I mean, it's just that's just because a business, that's just a business practice. It isn't a business. It, it isn't a. Fu- it's a. It, okay. If you if you're a dude trying to work it out in a room and you've got a, you've always got a complicated relationship with the club owner. You always do. There's weird shit right. there with all the fun club owners. And then a third party comes in and you find out that the club owner told them shit. That that fucks up that fucks up a lot of stuff. Now there's there's another dynamic with the club yeah, owner. I am. You're pissed at the club yeah. owner. Uh, sure. these two guys just came into your life and yeah. you might not be ready for it. Like that's fucked up. So that kind of shit because everyone everyone has their journey. Yeah. Everyone has their journey I, in stand-up I would, I would and agree in life. With that. But everyone has their journey. Right. So let them have the fucking journey yeah. to their voice, but now you're getting involved in their shit. Yeah. Stay the yeah. fuck out of their lives. If you want to do your fucking bullshit boot camp, yeah. do it. Put up your little stupid ad on YouTube. Try to get people to come in, but but don't push your fucking shit on people. Stay yeah. the fuck out. Yeah, I agree. I agree because because if, if someone's at a point of wanting to take a boot camp, they've had some sort of bottoming out. Mm-hmm. As a, so it's sort of like you got to kind of let those people get to that point. You don't let catch them a find you. It's not like I'm going to do, I mean, like I should do, but I don't. It's not like I would call you at home and go, Dave. Yeah. You got to stop. I, I can't. Drinking. No. You know what I mean? Like, it is that kind of thing where they've literally said, I heard from the club owner, you drink too much. I got to, I got to, you've got to stop drinking. They literally, you. they literally did you that You and with I should cold call alcoholics. They, well, they literally let's did that with a thing. comic. Let's, we know they did that with a comic. Let's, let's, you and I should do a booze boot camp. No. Okay. All right. No, I see your point. Okay. So we're good. So we, they're fucking horrible people. And wrapping it up. This is a uh, walk in the room with uh, Dave Anthony and uh, Tranny Greg uh, Barrett. Oh, that is that the best you could do? Mm-hmm. That was fucking weak. I I swear to God, you I'm gonna take a fork. Deserve- I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a fork. Right. I'm gonna fucking stick it right above your pubis and then I'm gonna fucking. Why are you laughing? Rip you. Open.
Jason. <laughs> right up to the skull. From the nave to the skull, I right. will unseam thee like that. I right. will rip you open. But let me just say this. I don't take you seriously because of the giggling like a four-year-old. Like, you're, you're like a little girl, so I don't okay. take you seriously. You know, it's some, this, so I, uh, these, uh, they're these lovely girls, uh, Angela and Christina and, uh, uh, and Raquel and their friends, they come, they come out to the shows in Irvine all the time. They're How old like, are they're, they? they're probably in their 30s. They're tattooed. They're like moms. They're just, they're just the coolest girls ever. They're just really nice people, and they come all the time. They're like the way you wish your audience has always looked, just funny and smart, and they're like that. Anyway, they listen to the podcast, and uh, and and one of them pointed out, they're like, Dave will say something like, "I'm going to hit you with a pie," and then you'll threaten to murder him. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's true. I think you're just as violent. No, and just as mean. I'm not that mean to you. I can tell you the way the show goes. I'll say <laughs> something. I'll say something funny, and then you'll say, "I wait, would, wait, wait, I wait, wait, like wait, wait. Is this something you? Is this something you wish would happen? No, no, this is no, reality. no, 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 no. It, this is something you. This you, really <laughs> happens all the time. Oh, it does. I will. I will say something funny. You'll say, "I want to hit you with a mallet <laughs> all the way down through your body and down to your pubic region." No, and, and then I'll say, and I'll say something like, "I want to unseam you." And then I'll say something like, "Split you open so that I can take." Uh -huh. I can take like a hot pocket and stick it in your warmth and cook it. <laughs> right, and then I'll say something like, "I want to hold you, just to make you feel better for who you, about who you are." Because you're don't. attacking. Because see, they're right. I don't say anything bad. <laughs> My God, it just, it, everything that comes out of your mouth is like battery acid. I would like to shank you with a fucking. I would like to carve a telephone pole into a shank and then stick it through you. The thing about it is, is that. Just because I'm handsome doesn't mean you have to act like this. And that's, it's not, I can't, I can't help what God gave me. <laughs> I don't, I don't like you. And this is, this is terrible idea. This whole podcast. Yeah. Do you think so? Do you have, do you have something else to say about this subject? Because I have something. I have a story that's better than whatever the fuck you were just trying to do. God, it was horrible. If, it would Do you know only what be happened to me this if I week? ripped you open and candy came out, because then you'd be oh, dead and I'd be eating candy. It would be poison candy. If anything came out of me, like uh, any substance that you could eat, it will be deadly. Right, because you're rotten on the inside. Yes! <laughs> That's what I've been trying to say this speaking whole segment. Of, okay, okay, speaking of rotten on the inside, so I ordered uh, pizza uh, on uh, Wednesday night mm -hmm. and went to pick it up for my wife. Uh, and so I drive over to Village Pizzeria in, yeah. in Larchmont. The new one. No, 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 the the old one. On oh, Larchmont. in Larchmont. Oh, okay. Yeah. And this is a everyone loves Village Pizza in uh, in L.A. Everyone, it's like really good pizza, uh, made by a guy from New York. Blah, blah blah. So I go in and I order it online. They have like a new online thing, so I put in my order. And and when I put in my order, I have to like uh, it. I put in you know, let's make this deal happen. And then it sends me to no. Now you got to register. So I register, I go back, and then I click the button again. <laughs> is there a button that says, let's make this deal happen? Yeah. Because I'm going to go right on their it, website. It says... It I, says I wish there were more buttons that it's say actually, things like, hey, bra. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <laughs> want to get down with the pizza? <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's do this shit. Is another let's thing it says. Another thing it says is, let's do this shit. Fuck, we can make this happen. <laughs> we can make this happen. A button that just says, we can make this happen. <laughs> You ready for this shit? Are you ready for this shit? <laughs> pizza boot camp. We're running out of air in the closet, right clearly. So I order the pizza that way, and then I go to uh, Larchmont Pizzeria, and I walk in, 
And uh, I, I go, uh, they go, are you here to order? I go, no, I, I ordered it online. And the girl goes, oh, okay, uh, what's your name? I go, Dave. And she looks around. And uh, she goes, you ordered online? And I go, yeah. She goes, ugh. She goes, well, I have a, I have a uh, are you extra cheese? And I go, no, I don't, definitely don't want extra cheese. I mean, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she goes, right. And, uh, and then she looks around some more, and then she goes, are you Dave Anthony? And I go, yeah. And she goes, you ordered extra cheese. And I go, I didn't. I specifically put in meatball. I didn't order extra cheese. And then I was like, oh, I had to go register and then come back, and I must have reset. I must not have noticed. And she goes... I go, so I wasn't I wasn't ordering extra cheese. She goes, well, it says you ordered extra cheese. And she pulls out the piece of paper, and she goes, right here, extra cheese. And I go, I don't know what's happening right now. I ordered meatball, and that's what I want, and how can we rectify this? And she goes, so what are you saying, that I'm wrong? Because the paper doesn't lie. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening right now. Like, right now, I'm not sure what's going on. I just, I just want to know how I can get a meatball pizza and go home. <laughs> and she, and I, and she goes, well, you're being rude. And I go, I'm not. I'm just trying to figure out the situation that's weird. I go, now you're being rude. I go, do you want me to be a customer here anymore? Do you want me to still order your pizza? Because this is fucking ridiculous. And then this guy's like, okay, now you're being rude. I go, yes, now I am being rude. <laughs> oh, man. You're right. Now I am wow. being rude. Another guy that works there said that. So then I go, well, I don't know what the fuck is happening. I feel like I'm being attacked by three employees. Clearly there was a mix-up because your system isn't that great. I should have rechecked. I didn't. Whatever. But it's gone beyond that to me just being like, I don't know what's happening. Some fucking woman is pointing at a piece of paper <laughs> oh and God. screaming at me. So I go, I'm not, I don't want, she goes, well, what do you want to do? I go, you guys can have the double cheese and eat it for dinner. And I leave. And I walk out and I see a busboy and I go, I go, what's the, because I, I, I know the owner. I've met him before. He's a very right, nice right, 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 yeah. I go, what's the, uh, I go, what's the owner's like email or something? And he goes, he goes, I, he goes, I don't know. He go, and, he, and I go, well, I just need an email or a phone number. He goes, hands me a card and it's just, it's just their business card. And go, well, this doesn't help me. He goes, he goes, he's up at the other location, which is like 10 minutes away. Yes. Over on, uh, right. Yeah. So Yucca. I call and I order a pizza from the other location and I drive up there. And I, and by the time I get there, 10 minutes, the pizza's already ready. I'm like, great, this actually worked out better. Uh, so I am leaving and I go, I got to talk to this guy. So I ask for the owner. He comes out and they go, uh, so this is what happened. I tell him a story and he goes, he goes, oh man. He goes, I, he goes, I used to, I can't handle that location anymore. That's why I'm here. I was going crazy. I was going to have a heart attack. So I had to just leave that location. He goes, the, the online thing is a nightmare for us. It's not working right. And it's run by another business. And it's, so she was, he, so she was getting mad at She was like mad at the internet company and she was taking it out on me. Yeah. It was like, I stepped into an argument between two people and I was like, I don't know what the fuck. So right, I didn't know what the fuck was happening. Cause she was arguing with the internet company and it just happened to be yeah. me taking the brunt of it. Then he goes, he goes, okay, this should have never happened. You should have never been treated that way. I'm really sorry. I'll talk to whoever did it. He goes, who, what did the person look like? I go, long hair, uh, skinny girl. He goes, tattoos? I go, yeah. He goes, on the arms? I go, yeah. He goes, yeah, that's my daughter. Oh! <laughs> Come on! Yeah, seriously. Oh, no! And then he's just like, he's like, she shouldn't have done that. He goes, I'm sorry. He goes, she's, she just came out here from New York. She's trying to, she's having a hard time with it. It's not an easy transition, you know. She, he says, she, she's got like a wall around her, and if someone goes after her, she's, she's going after people. Wow, this is so much more than a pizza. Okay, so then I go online, right? And I, I Twitter. I just, I just had, I Twitter. Wow, and you're not, you're in this. I'll too. fucking Twitter the oh my, shit out of this. Oh my god, you are in this. So I Twitter, you know what, yeah. what happened? I went to the owner and yeah. I, t I complained about an employee trying to be his daughter, and then like people are like, yes, she's horrible. 
Like uh, people start twittering back how horrible she is. Like this wasn't just me. This 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 has been an ongoing. This is an ongoing this thing. Is like like an the event owner's that daughter of like there. the best pizza in L.A. is fucking ruining the business. She should get a job as a barista in an independent coffee shop. Can you? But the insanity. Like, had he been a different dude, like had he, he would have just be like, "Get the fuck out of here! Don't come to my pizza place anymore! Don't talk about my daughter!" Like, like. But he was so cool about it. Right. He was so like, sorry. You know, I'll talk to her. I'm trying to. Oh no. Have her fear. But here's like, what. Here, so... But here's the deeper part of that too. This is a story for him. Like. That story ends for you now. Now you just go to the Yucca location, which is actually not that far from your house. No, it's, it's, it's and that's what I usually go to. Anyway. It's, a, it's a great place. Yeah, this guy has this girl until he like she's this is this is they they hired her there because she can't keep jobs other places. Yeah, he knows that. Yeah, and now she's working there. She's Where there to she, take over the empire. Well, she's, it's not she's go going well. to take it. No, she she's going to do it. Not turn if Leo and I have something she's to say. She's going to Death Star. Can I tell you something? Yeah. That pizza is the pizza that I eat when they say you have one thing left to eat. That's what I have. Well, do, the you know, pesto. do you know what that it's made with pizza now? pizza makes me. No, Hate. Fucking, well, over there it is. Hate. Not love. Hate. They, that's I what they say. Julian if you order it on the phone. I met Julian Casablancas at that fucking. From the Strokes at that location. That's so meaningless to me that I don't know what to tell. <laughs> like, that's like the the worst piece. That you should have just said. You know what? I sat on a stool there. That's how cool that place is. <laughs> so wait, you met a guy from a band in a pizza place? Oh my god! You're an idiot. With this segment was rolling along. <laughs> And what the fuck did you say? No, that was good. No, the shit you that has to, you, just, you, just brought, you just brought it to, you just wrapped it up with a fucking slug to the throat. I tell you that I that I meet a hero in a pizza place, and you slug me in the sternum with your fucking pizza hate. Deserved. It's not, you know. Look, she's going through a thing. Come she's on. going through a thing. He has to go home to that every night. He built a she pizza empire. She probably lives on her own. And she steals pizza. She's a thief. She, no, I don't know what I'm she saying. She lives on her own. I don't she know. She fucking. Works no, she's at a pizza older. Place. She's not like a fucking kid. She's How old like, is she? She like late twenties. Oh man. Yeah, it's not good. And someone else twittered, "Oh my God, have you met his son? Like, apparently, it's worse." Oh, dude. Fuck Larchmont Pizza. No, man. Except the one it's on Yucca. It's called, it's called Village Pizza. That's the chain. They're from San Francisco originally. Are they really? They came really? out from New York and went to San Francisco. They're New York people. They went to San Francisco. The chain was huge up there. There was one on Hate. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's classic shit, Okay, dude. That's so old school. That's from our old school. Eat it, eat it. You fucking ate there. Eat drunk there. with me. Yes, you've eaten there before. Drunk? We ate there together. Yes, when I lived on the corner of Hate and we were doing standby. You, we went over there. We Did you carry down me? from Muriel's Trophy Room. Yes. Yes. Well, I, look, I can't remember everything I did when I was drunk. Yeah, that's how that happened. All right, well, I look. always find that when people are yelling at you, the, pri- the the amount of money that they earn an hour should just appear on the top of their fucking But I don't heads. think she's, I, I think, I don't think she's earning an no, hourly wage. Fury. She is at that location to take it over and to fucking run it. She's not there like an hourly employee. She moved out here from New York. She's late 20s. She's better. here to help run the business. Go over. And she's a monster! I'm going to go over there with a fork. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stick it right above her pubis. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to split her right yeah. up the middle. Yeah. Huh? That's and what when I... it opens up, hot double cheese pizzas is going <laughs> to melt out of her insides. <laughs> with no meatballs, buddy. Oh, this is now officially a pod cuddle. <laughs>
I said, darling, I know why so blue She told me I've been missing you He said, leave out, no, she said, stay She kissed my lips and quickly ran away Lost some buns to my overcoat Pull your knife away from my throat She said, smoke your cigarette, I hope you choke Just my lips and quickly ran away Yeah.